Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Happy New Year to you all. Delighted to start hours with you on the airwaves as always. Such a thrill. You know, it's interesting. I do believe that we're going to go through more difficulty before it gets back on track. And I think everything that's going to come our way is going to be necessary. And it's going to be uncomfortable. And things are going to get tough for a lot of people. All of us. But I believe when you have not just hope... But you have something greater than you in your heart. It's a tremendous motivator. And that thing that is greater than I am and you are is what we're trying to do together. It's America. And we've seen it tested in ways I'm not so sure many of us would have even dreamt possible. But all of it is calculated, it is purposeful, and it's backfiring. And that is a beautiful thing. And I have to share with this morning consult poll. So this came out right after we got off the air on Friday. I was like, it would have been great to drop on you. Year-end poll shows Trump gaining, Biden losing, support of black voters. I, I want to I just say this to you before we even get into this. Since the civil rights era, no Democrat running for president has received less than 80% of the black vote. And no Republican has received more than 12%. Until now. There is a cataclysmic awakening in the black community. 
And the awakening isn't about personalities. It's not about the color of anybody. It's not about gender. It's not about any of the diversity, equity, inclusion nonsense. It's about common sense. And the common sense among a a growing number of black voters that they have been conned. Now, some of them will not admit that. But they can't deny it quietly because they feel it. They see it. And being conned is a lousy feeling. Well, this is the effects of it. Listen to this. A poll released Friday by Morning Consult shows Joe Biden losing support among black voters while President Trump is gaining support over the past year. Now, that's newsworthy in and of itself, but some of the granular data is like, over the past year, Joe Biden is down Nine points from 70 to 61 percent. Trump is up seven, 15 to 22 percent. Quote, Trump leads Biden fueled by gains among key voter segments, including black, Hispanic and young Americans. The former president took his first monthly lead of the 2024 election cycle over Joe Biden in November. Now leads Biden among 18 to 34 year olds. What? This is the group that the Democrats, the progressive socialist, Marxist, communist, noxious left has been so desperate to court. Here, we're going to erase your student loan debt. Here, focus on all of these issues as a, as a duly groomed activist, right? This is what we've been feeding you to do. Why is it that this is the group, the so-called Zoomers, who aren't falling in line? It's the millennial. It's the millennials. It is the white college educated liberal suburban wine drinking mom or or liberal just in general. These groups are counteracting that black, Hispanic, young going after that. What is going on? Morning consult also posted Trump beating Biden in seven Key swing states now, ladies and gentlemen. Polling matches other recent polls on showing Trump leading in swing states and gaining support among black voters. Trump leads Biden in seven of those swing states. Let's check it out. Arizona, Trump 46, Biden 42. (laughs) What? Georgia, Trump 49, Biden 43. You can thank Brad Raffensperger and Brian Kemp for that. How about this? Michigan. What? 46 for Trump. Biden, 42. This is all beyond the margin of error, friends. Nevada. Trump, 47. Biden, 44. North Carolina. 49 for Trump. 40 for Joe Biden. Nine nine points. And Pennsylvania, the land before time. Trump, 46. Biden, 44, finally, Wisconsin. What? 45, Trump. Biden, 41. Giant. Trump is at a high of 65% among Republican primary voters. This is a tracking high. 
He also has large leads in most early and Super Tuesday nominating states. So all of the people out there saying, oh, how about Chris Sununu? New Hampshire is ready to welcome Nikki Haley. Hey, Chris, you suck. We know better. A Generation Forward survey reported by Politico earlier this month had Biden at 63% of support among black voters with Trump at 17. But uh uh-oh, in the Gen Forward survey released just days ago, nearly one in five black Americans, 17%, said they would vote for Trump. 20% of black respondents said they would vote for somebody else other than Biden or Trump. And about three quarters of black respondents said they would vote if the presidential election was held today. That is huge turnout. Huge. Obviously concerns over inflation, et cetera, et cetera. In October, you knew this, 71 percent support of blacks for, for Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, the number is is crashing. What is going on? Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin would be an historic shift if these figures hold. And let me say this again. Since the civil rights era, no Democrat running for president has won less than 80% of the black vote. No Republican running for the White House has ever received more than 12%. That's in half of a century. This is, though, the result of taking people for granted. You have such a lead. Why care about these people? But now the black voter is being replaced. And there is not even so much the quiet part out loud. Because we're going to play for you here in a few minutes. Something very disturbing that Barack Obama has said. And we have his audio saying it. That migrants, illegals from all over the world, God knows where they're from, should be allowed to vote in our elections. And let me ask you this. Do you think people who don't pay taxes, but who you pay for, do you think they deserve a seat at the table of our government? Do you believe That those numbers will be dependable. Do you believe that 2024 will be another safe and secure election? More and more black voters do not. They look at their environment. You said you would help me with this and with that. You have not. Our education still sucks. Our children are not reading, writing, and doing math at grade level. The economy is crippling. We pay some of the highest taxes in some of the poorest neighborhoods in America. And every two years you swoop in and you promise us this year it's going to be different. This year it is going to be different. And the surprise, Democrats, is going to be on you. That's what the polling suggests. When we come back, my friends, it is really what evil does. Can you imagine the DOJ withholding evidence that likely would have exonerated the QAnon shaman, Jacob Chansley, 
and would have prevented him from ever going to prison? Would it surprise you if I told you they held that video back? You wouldn't be. Well, we've got it. And we're playing it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, I'm pretty sure I could do a full three hours from my heart on how the manipulated everything about January 6th makes me feel. And I'm pretty sure you would be right there with me with every word I said because it comes from the heart. But the guy who's like the poster child of this, who was vilified and thrown away and put in solitary confinement and wrongly accused and convicted and and imprisoned Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman who, who walked peacefully carrying an American flag through the Capitol and was escorted by Capitol Police who prayed and gave thanksgiving for Capitol Police. We found a video that Twitter scrubbed and the January 6th committee didn't give to Jacob Chansley's defense attorneys. And it's video outside on the Capitol steps as Jacob Chansley is reading a tweet from Donald Trump on January 6th in the ensuing hours of whatever actually happened at the Capitol that day. And he's telling people, the president wants us to be peaceful and to go home. Let's go home. I want you to hear this, and then I want to talk to you about it. Here's Jacob Chansley. Somebody in the audience, he's standing, and he's got like a bullhorn. He's got one of the microphone thingies. And he's saying, look, it's time to go. Somebody hands him their phone and says, look, the president just tweeted. This, first of all, debunks the notion that Donald Trump was AWOL on January 6th, that he waited hours to ever say anything, that he didn't want to, or Cassidy Hutchinson. He was so crazy, he wanted to drive there himself and be part of it, and he lunged at the steering wheel. None of which is true. This is true. Jacob Chansley, in video you've never heard before. Listen. You guys want to stay? That's fine. There's a video. Pull up the video. We've played you that video. It's the video that Twitter scrubbed within moments after Donald Trump put it out. And he put out a video that said, do not break the law. We are that party of law and order. I know how you feel. I feel the same way. They stole it from us, he said. But now is the time to go home. Respect law enforcement. This is a pivotal, pivotal video. It was a pivotal timeline for Donald Trump. Because he was invoking, some would say, and I agree, the Insurrection Act. There is protocol. There is a standard that I was unaware of, and I'm sure you are too. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that coming up in a few minutes when we have a little bit more time. 
But you cannot, you cannot charge and accuse Donald Trump with insurrection or inciting insurrection when he tried to stop it. There was Jacob Chansley saying, there's a tweet from the president and video. Let's share it with everyone. Jacob Chansley's defense wasn't given the video of Capitol Police escorting him through the bowels of the building, opening doors and not stopping him at all. Do you think that would have been pivotal to Jacob Chansley's defense? Of course. Nancy Pelosi didn't want you or him or his attorneys or anyone else to see or to hear what really happened. Because what really happened, they created. Donald Trump asked for National Guard troops how many different times. They denied him. I'm fairly certain that these folks, these rabid Soros-funded prosecutors, are keenly aware of what's on the line. If you are able to see and to hear with your own eyes and ears what really happened that day. And they thought nothing of throwing Jacob Chansley away, a man who served his country in the Navy, if I'm not mistaken. They had no problem making him the poster child of insurrection when what he was was peaceful and respectful and grateful. And America is waking up to that. Black voters are awakened to that. Gen Z knows that. And now you do too. Let's talk about this insurrection stuff that dangles in the balance as we also flash back to a little Barry, Barack Obama, talking about migrants voting. Absolutely you should. What? Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I want to I want to read you this article because it underscores why I have such ire for these people who stand up and proclaim to be the party of goodness, of uh, of justice, of equality and equity and all this nonsense who, who claim everybody who's against them is the threat to democracy. And it's so exhausting because it's so dumb. We, we, it, they want you to not pay attention. And of course you do the same way I do. How about this hidden from the public? QAnon shaman stands outside doors of U.S. Capitol and tells everyone to go home. Reads Trump tweet to stay peaceful and, and go home. Red Voice Media, in fact, posted this video that none of us had seen from the January 6th protest at the U.S. Capitol. In it, Jacob Chansley, who you just heard from, later dubbed the Q shaman, reads a tweet from President Trump to the crowd outside the U.S. Capitol, tells him to go home and adds, we are peaceful. We are not Antifa. That's exactly what Jacob Chansley said. 
We're going to throw up the tweet. Donald Trump has asked everybody to go home, okay? This is America. You guys want to stay? That's fine. Donald Trump, however, has asked everybody to go home. Then reads the tweet from Trump. Now, the video, along with others, was omitted. They were omitted from Chansley's trial. The Arizona man was later sentenced to 41 months in prison for walking inside the U.S. Capitol asking police if he was allowed to be there and was then escorted through the building by police, led a prayer in the U.S. Senate chamber and then read Trump's tweet to be peaceful before leaving the premises. Can you imagine how the people who are still there in prison feel today? As we run around talking about this and that, These people have lost their homes. I'm sure several have lost their husbands or wives. It's hard to be connected to somebody who's never around. They've lost their freedom. Their name is forever tarnished. All because they went to the U.S. Capitol. Because they love this country. And on the flip side of that, you have Bill Clinton, 50 times that we know of, involved in some travel log or notation and being part of Jeffrey Epstein's filth. We excuse disgusting behavior. In fact, it's protected. And those of us who see what's coming down the line, who rise up and fight back, are the enemy of that machine. That makes me sick. There's stuff going on at the border, though. It has real consequences. This is not the party of humane treatment. This is not the party of hope and change. This is not the party of equity. This is not the party of root causes. It's not the party of justice. It's the party that's working really, really hard to cover up their own criminality. This insider trading crap in Congress has got to stop. There need to be term limits. We need to eliminate political contributions. Sam Bankman Freeds and other dirtbags of the world should not be given license to go out and to abuse people like you and me to fill the coffers of people who suck. And then to get away with it. And that story's coming up because that's exactly what's going on with the cryptocurrency dirtbag. Barack Obama, on day number one, told us that this was his view for America. He felt as though there was an apology that he needed to make. And he traveled the world to make it. It was not America, the beautiful, America, the triumphant. America, the land of freedom and democracy, the light on the hill. It was America to be ashamed of, to make 
apologies for that needed a transformation, a reimagining, right? And then what happened right after that? Every social issue of suck emerged from a sniveling crowd of leftist hacks who either are involved in self-loathing or one crazy, crazy degree of insecurity. And everything started to swirl down the toilet. What happened to Jacob Chansley sickens me. I want you to hear Barack Obama. I freely admit to you, I do not know when this video was shot. Judging by his hair, it's not in his first term. I would say it's after he, he was president. Well, he's still president, which makes me further sick. But listen to what he says to this woman who's interviewing him, who seems to have this very, very serious concern for these migrants coming across the border and wants to make sure that they, they won't be deported. No, no, he says. They won't be deported. In fact, they should go vote. There's nobody stopping them from a former president of the United States encouraging people who do not belong here, who break the law to freaking get here, who we end up paying for. This man encourages the ultimate kick in the nuts. Go vote. They won't say no. Listen. People try to discourage you from voting. If you want to vote and you show up at your polling place, they can't stop you from voting. Mm. They can't stop you from voting. If people want to know how to vote, then you can go to IWillVote.com. The fact of the matter is, is that we give our power away all the time. You know, we tell ourselves, oh, it's hard, it's, it's not going to matter, it's not going to count. And the, the powers that be, they're counting on us giving our power away. Many of the millennials, dreamers, undocumented uh, citizens, and I call them citizens because they contribute to this country, are really? fearful of voting. So if I vote, will immigration know where I live? Will they come for my family and deport us? Not true. Okay. And the reason is, first of all, when you vote, you are a citizen yourself, and there is not a situation where the voting rolls somehow are transferred over and people start investigating, et cetera. The sanctity of the vote is strictly confidential in terms of who you voted for. If you have a family member who maybe is undocumented, then you have an even greater reason to vote. Are they going to come to my house? No, no, no. We just do that to conservatives. We just shake down people who threaten our objective, which is to destroy this country, right? We hate people who are pro-life. All of you wackos out there who love the American flag. Oh, yeah, we're gunning for you. Go on and vote, says the former president of the United States. Even if you're illegal, Eh, they won't turn you away. Say what? Do you think maybe the black community is paying attention to that? Yeah. You guys remember last week listening in on that Chicago City Council meeting with a gentleman, George Blakemore, a black city council 51st alderman, they call him because he hasn't really missed any City council meetings in 30 years stands up and says, you're replacing my people by bringing them in from the border. And he finishes by saying, Donald Trump, 
Come in and clean this mess up. Well, speaking of Donald Trump, how about this? He warns Democrats are using migrants to win the election and says they have been, quote, signing them up to vote at a rapid pace. Can you imagine if the Democrats just had good ideas? If it wasn't about greed and power and money and control, that if for a moment they had a whisper of Jacob Chansley's heart, if for a moment they too served in the military and they got to see what we have vis-a-vis what exists in the rest of the world, Can you imagine what they could have done instead of spend four years assaulting and charging and wiretapping and fabricating and fake newsing and negative newsing? Donald Trump, can you imagine how remarkable and prosperous this place could be? These are the people who don't care about the journey that these unaccompanied youngsters are going on because their parents in other places on the planet see America as the last place, the only place for hope. And so they scrape together their life savings. They sell their homes to pay a coyote, a quote, travel advisor, take my child to the land of the free not knowing what that means and Barack Obama and the people of the swamp, the machine, the suck who spend every single day of their lives lying to us and wanting our vote. Want this to happen. They don't care about kids. They don't care about black people. Hispanic people, they don't care. What is on the line here is the transformation of a constitutional republic, the greatest place on planet Earth, into a hellscape, new liberal world order. And people are awakening to that fact. They know what's at stake. Donald Trump doesn't need to say that. We know what's going on. We know what's at stake. But they don't know how far we're willing to go to win. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my friends... You can't make it up. It's not just your stove. It's not just your car, your thermostat, your ceiling fan, your microwave. The Biden administration wants another pivotal part of your life. Another appliance. Oh, wait for it. It's so stupid. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio program. So a couple quick uh, Trump tweets over the weekend that I think are interesting. Look, I find this, I find the, the guy to be very fascinating. As we've said on this program before, he's unflappable. 
you don't see him have any kind of highs and lows. There's no swings. He's very consistent. It's almost like he's three steps ahead of everybody all the time. So he said the economy is terrible. And inflation, which by some accounts is more than 30% over the last three years, has totally destroyed the buying account uh, power of the uh, consumer. The only thing that's keeping the economy alive is the fumes of what we accomplished during the Trump administration. The stock market is only high because people and institutions believe and expect me to win the presidential election of 2024. If I did not win, if I do not win, it is my prediction that we will have a stock market crash worse than that of 1929. A Great Depression. Make America great again. Sickening, sobering, and completely seeable, yeah? So when you've got that on the horizon, you've got true financial concerns, and we all feel it. And then you juxtapose that with what this Biden administration is focusing on right now. You'll know why we're in that first boat. Headline, townhall.com, Biden admin targets fridges and freezers now in the latest slew of appliance crackdown. Do you think this means Nancy Pelosi's monster fridge freezer combo, right? Where she took out in total classless 1% schmuck sense, opened up her drawer to show you during the lockdowns. Hopefully you have all of this great uh, fancy schmancy ice cream in your freezer. So disconnected. So disconnect. Why is it, even though Donald Trump is wealthy as nuts, why do you never get that erudite, snobbish vibe from him? You don't get that my fingernails are, ma- are manicured and my shoes have been freshly polished, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. It's very interesting. So let's talk about this. Biden administration cracking down on more household appliances in its latest effort to push its radical climate change agenda hey joe biden what do you do that doesn't suck and i know it's not you i know it's this lunacy on the left that involves globalist it involves this globalist nonsense the united nations the world health organization char you know klaus schwab i almost called him charles schwab klaus schwab right uh bill gates all of these people of sock who pretend that they're all about you. Oh, we got to do this. We got to act now. Hurry, hurry, hurry. It's so obvious. It's so dumb. Stay the hell away from my fridge and freezer. DOE Friday finalized a slew of new energy efficiency standards for residential refrigerators and freezers and proposed standards for commercial fans and blowers. This is to make everything prohibitively expensive. This is to make everything bogged down in bureaucracy and red tape. And then you've got to do this and jump through this hoop. And then your bills are going to go through the roof, but you're going to be told it's for the greater good. You're saving the earth. You know what? I got to pull this up, Brock. You sent it to me. Did you email it to me or did you send it to me the thing from Texas. There was a gentleman from Texas who was talking about the ridiculosity of these climate measures, right? That ostensibly are supposed to save the planet and involve you giving up everything. And it was beautiful because it was all of the math. And he takes the look at the beautiful Lone Star State. 
And he has, says, we've got X number of hundreds of thousands of square miles of land. And if you were to take it and you were to take every single human being on earth right now, every single one of them could have 1,000 square feet of space in Texas right now. Just in Texas. Can you imagine that math? And I'm going to break it out for you in the commercial break because I think it's so telling. All of the pants on fire. We're overloading the planet. Have you guys ever driven through the Dakotas? Hell, have you driven through Kansas? There is so much space out there. This whole idea, don't have more kids, don't overload the system. We're near a tipping point. It's all this ridiculous, unscientific mumbo-jumbo on which there is no consensus even remotely. And yet it's going to cost you yet again. Isn't that amazing? What do they want to do now? They've got to have some big numbers. Let's make sure there's something huge in here that makes you say, oh, well. The agency claimed, DOE claimed, that limiting these everyday appliances would eliminate roughly 420 million metric tons of dangerous carbon dioxide emissions over the next three households, saving households and businesses $5 billion a year on utility bills. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, if you take 330 million people or a number of households and divide it into 5 billion, you're going to save like five bucks a year. But you're going to feel really good about it when you have no more fridge and freezer. That is your Biden administration, ladies and gentlemen. Today's announcement is a testament to the Biden-Harris administration's commitment to lowering utility costs for working families, which is helping to simultaneously strengthen or energy independence and combat the climate crisis. That's Jen Granholm talking. Come on, man. They think you're stupid. The good news is I do believe that Donald Trump right now, as we speak, and the machinations, they are in play. And at the end of this program, which is why you need to hang through for the third hour, I have a very serious set of campaign promises that Donald Trump himself makes for his second term. And so much of the nonsense that these idiots on the left have heaped upon us will be erased. Much of it almost immediately. Rejoice. Don't go anywhere. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio Show continues. Why Sam Bankman Freed's political donations are just like Jeffrey Epstein's black book. I'll explain next. 